0: pronged approach and is there any possibility that any of this could get done
1: before Friday?
2: Well, look, there's a widely held belief here that the government is not going to shut down. The question is, as it often is before these deadlines, how Congress actually averts it. At this point, what we're watching the newly minted speaker, Mike Johnson, try to do is a little bit of what we've seen in the past, which is continuing to fund the government through a certain date. In this case, you're right to point out that it's through January and then into February. And the reason it's split in two is because he's trying to do something that's kind of the same, same, but different than what his predecessors have done, which is fund the government, but not do so in sweeping continuing resolution fashion, not just kicking the can down the road in full. Instead, acknowledging all of the different parts of his conference that are averse to what we call omnibus spending bills, so all of these different funding bills jammed together into one. What Johnson is doing here is splitting them up into two, trying to make them minibuses, if you will. They're calling this a laddered continuing resolution, but really all that is, is a two-step approach to continuing to fund the government that would allow them to get past the holidays, allow them to have more time to keep working on different government funding packages, and try to do this in a way that doesn't overly upset conservatives within the House Republican Conference. They're still upset, though. It's not clear that all Republicans will get behind this. But at the end of the day, not all Republicans have to, Jose, because Democrats could come in and vote for it anyway.
1: So wait, Ali. So if
0: they do these baby CRs, essentially, does that mean that only that part of the government would stay open and then part of the government would would would
2: shut down?
3: Is that what you're talking about?
2: Yeah, let's play out the worst-case scenario, and I'm totally going to steal baby CRs because that's an even cuter way of saying this very convoluted idea. But the worst-case scenario here is that they pass this package now. It avoids a government shutdown. Then you come to January, and let's say they don't avoid that shutdown. Then a few sectors of the government would shut down and then they would move to February where the rest of the government would, in theory, shut down. So they're sectioning it up and trying to carve it up. So, yes, you could end up in a scenario where different parts of the government shut down at different times. It could get really confusing, but let's hope it doesn't get to that.
4: This
0: is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies because we're going medieval on these people. I got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen.
4: And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA Media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience.
0: Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, This country will be saved.
5: War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
0: Okay, uh, welcome to our late afternoon, early evening show. It's uh, Monday, 13 November in the year of our Lord, 2021. Let me bring in Congressman Andy Biggs. Congressman Biggs, we always look to you for guidance every time we're talking about the cuts that have to come and, and the practicality, the strategy, the tactics. Please make this make sense for us because I can't make head or tails of what the strategy is here. Mike Johnson comes in with a lot of goodwill. He's got all the hammers in the all the toughest people in the house are all on his side. We know it has to happen here. And I, I, I like the latter approach. I do. I don't understand why we're playing their game and talking about clean CRs and and quivering in the fact that the Biden regime Coming back from being a supplicant in the Bay Area to she, right, would have to shut the regime down. Why? Why are we playing the game of the left, Congressman Andy Bix?
6: Steve, it's good to, good to be with you again. Let me just tell you that I, what I think is going on here is that the the new speaker is concerned about several things. Number one, let's just face it. Uh, we have a lot of uh, uh, of our colleagues, my colleagues, who are just basically petrified at the word shutdown. They don't. They're afraid that we might get to a shutdown, so so they'll do anything to avert a shutdown, including in this case, swallowing continuation of the spending and the policies of Biden, Schumer, and Pelosi. So that's I think that's one of them. The second thing that they do is uh, they say, well, we're not going to have a get this. They qualify it, we're not going to have a December omnibus spending package, which is what we've done for umpteen years, right? Which gives us this massive debt, and we continue on. So, but when just because you're not doing your omnibus in December doesn't mean you're not going to get stuck with an omnibus which might happen in January, so so it becomes a problem. But they, so, those are two things they're trying to avoid, and the third thing that they're trying to sell us on is they're trying to say we're going to break up. The status quo in Washington, D.C. Um, so, and we're going to do that by doing this laddered approach. But the problem is a laddered approach, a two-step approach, which is what this really is. It's a two-step approach. Approach. If it's If it's a clean CR where you're not attacking programs, you're not attacking spending, you're not trying to leverage to get the administration to do things like, I don't know, close the border then you are still maintaining the status quo of clean CRs, whereas that's where you fund the government with a monolithic uh, spending package. Uh, the only thing different here is it's it's is you've got two components to it instead of one. So that's the only thing I can tell you, Steve, about why I think they're doing what they're doing.
0: Well, the one, one thing, and to the credit, they are they are pitching, hey, in our model, there's no supplemental. There's no Ukraine. There's no Israel. Uh, You just you just get these clean CRs and it just buys us some time. But what don't they get about they have to understand that that not just this audience, but you, the House Freedom Caucus, just the fiscal hawks over there are not going to continue both the woke and weaponized policies of the Biden regime, but also the spending levels of Schumer and Pelosi. Why would anybody ever think that that's something that people would agree to?
6: Well, uh, again, you've got a lot of this is is remnants of the McCarthy era. I mean, the fact that we're where we are is not because of Mike Johnson, because of McCarthy. But I think Johnson, uh, there's a significant number of my colleagues who are, um, uh, you know, they they they're very, very nervous. And so they don't want to to run a risk of of having a shutdown of even one day or 24 hours or 72 hours because they're afraid of the publicity and, the, and uh, what might happen. But the bottom line is, if, if we ca- capitulate to this package, um, then, then we basically, um, we, I think that the base leaves us. I think the base says, well, why, you guys are no different ultimately than, than you were under McCarthy. You're no different than in the past. You're going to continue on. We're going to have the same problems. You will not attack attack inflation. You will not attack the border. You will not attack energy. You will not attack uh, every problem that we have: education, woke, crap, all that stuff. And I'm just would suggest, and I and I have suggested to the speaker actually uh, that this is an opportunity. He should view this as a leverage point. You don't get very many leverage points in a legislative term. You might get four or five max over a two-year period. This is a leverage point, point. And um, I think that we're about to see it go out the window because Steve, I think you're probably hearing the same thing I'm hearing. Democrats in the Senate, McConnell in the Senate, they actually are embracing this plan. Democrats in the House are starting to embrace it. So you're gonna end up uh, with, it. let's say we get 40, 50 Republicans stay off this thing, maybe more. Uh, don't be surprised if you see Democrats help this limp along uh, both in the House and in the Senate.
0: I also want to mention that there's some DC insider because in the CR <laughs> it's not totally clean, and that they slip in. Correct me if I'm wrong. They slip in the agriculture bill, which everybody's saying, "Hey, you still got the Chinese problem. You got the you got the well, you got the food stamp problem. You got all these things. You can't pass. You can't pass on your own. How can you, you're playing the DC insider game by sliding that in and giving it a one year extension? Correct."
6: Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Uh, which, by the way, took us all by surprise because that wasn't mentioned when we were getting briefed on the on the CR uh, as it is today. Uh, we we all found out later on about this this uh, this farm bill and the farm bill. By the way, Steve, that has to be reauthorized every five years. This and so it, it's it's up at the on December thirty first. This isn't like they haven't had years to prepare and and get this thing right, but here we sit. And, and they, they, they didn't get it right, and they know they didn't get it right, so they're going to try to put it in what, what's called a must-pass piece of legislation uh, to try to get as many Republicans uh, on board to vote for a, a crap sandwich as possible, and that's really what, what's happened here.
0: If, 40, if we get 40, 50, 60, 70, and you get those Democratic votes, uh, everybody's a Mike Johnson fan. doesn't he understand we're kind of back to the start he's lost the moral high ground here the moral clarity that we must have massive cuts we got to do it now we can't play more games because this is just a game you give these guys more time it's going to be January it's February and then you're into next year it's just going to go on and on the the mass the blob the blob wins particularly you're giving them the spending levels that they want I mean this is kind of insanity is it not
6: It, it really is because look uh, I believed I believed that the negotiated s- uh, s- uh, spending levels were too high. That most conservatives thought were fine. I wanted to go back to the 2019 pre-COVID levels. That's where I was, and yes. and now they're yes. they're asking us to go not just at the post-COVID levels, but to take the Pelosi-Schumer-Biden uh, levels, which which increased them dramatically. And you had a two trillion dollar structural deficit last year, so uh, and and we get we fall back into this rut. It's like we know you're right, Andy. We know you conservatives are right. We got to fight this fight, but, but now's not the time to fight. Uh, we, we can't get it done. We're going to fight next time. And my position is, and again, I, I lay a lot of this, uh, 75% of this on the previous speaker, but, but nonetheless, this current speaker has an opportunity. You may not get everything, but you have a chance to actually break the status quo by getting something. And we're not. And this proposal doesn't what,
0: what, get you anything. What petrifies them? What, pet, what petrifies them about the media saying, oh, the government shut down, it's shut down over Thanksgiving. What, what? What is it that petrifies people? There's nothing. What are you petrified about? It's a bunch of people that hate you anyway in the media. Uh, they're talking about marginal stuff. You can make the case. We're on the financial brink. Now we know that the interest payment alone this year is going to be over a trillion dollars. We hold every card, not some of the cards. We actually hold every card. You have to go out and make that case to the American people, but that should be the job of the Speaker. And I realize he's still got deadbeats like Scalise and these other people around him, but you've got to be able to boldly go and and make the case. Are the the same people that oppose McCarthy prepared to make the case to this, to the American people as these fights come up over the next couple of days?
6: Well, yeah, I think so. I think there, there's actually more than just those of us who fought against McCarthy. But, but uh, you know, what I would I would tell you, Steve, when I, when I think about this, I think what what do what do they hope that they're going to gain by this? What what is the gain? And and so what I advocated for, and I've advocated actually literally for years to do this, is go ahead and take the fight on the shutdown. Go ahead and fund the military. Go ahead and fund the military. Fund CBP, fund ICE, fund the FAA air traffic controllers and fund TSA, but then let everything else shut down except for the mandatory. So you know, social security exactly. gets getting paid and all that keeps getting paid, but you focus on what, what are the actual necessities and what the federal government is doing that should yes. be done, but fund those and then let everything else shut down because it's not necessary anyway. And then then we can have a fight and then guess what? Then Biden's got to say, well, gosh, you know, I gotta have all my uh, my Green New Deal crap. Well, no, you don't need that stuff, sir. What you need to do is shut the border and we're not gonna give you anything until you shut the border. So, so you would actually have some leverage there. How about this one, Steve? How about saying, um, we're gonna give you guys a win, Mr. Biden. Yeah, We're gonna let you have the IRA, uh, uh, Green New Deal subsidies that the that the CBO, Congressional Budget Office said would be the limit was about $350 billion. It's not going to be that, Steve. It's going to be over $2 trillion. How about if we just say, okay, all right, we can't get it all the way down to zero. We recognize that, but you got to shut it down at $350 billion, and then we'd save this country almost $1.7 trillion yeah. in sad,
0: spending over you know, the next the, few the, years. The, 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 Why not a, do stuff like that'd be that? A sad day for, that'd be a sad day for Goldman Sachs. Uh, Congressman, where do people go to follow you on social media? This is a battle. The battle's now engaged, folks, to the ramparts. The message is no, no clean CR. Don't want to hear it. If you get massive cuts, come back and talk to us, Congressman Biggs. Uh, your social media, sir,
6: at Rep Andy Biggs A Z, or my official is Biggs.House.gov.
0: Now, House Freedom Caucus. Before you go, you guys are going to engage with the Speaker tonight, right? So this is a long way from over.
6: Yeah, I don't know if it's. A, I I think that we're going to engage, but I think it may be performance art. Uh, we're going to fight our fight. But I think, I think they're going to ram it through anyway,
0: Steve. Sorry to say. Congressman Biggs, thank you. We're going to be back to walk you through all of it. We have D.C. Drano that's going to join us next in the war room. I know this is hard to believe, but we're up against another government shutdown later this month. And our wise leaders deal with it how they always do, with more spending. While lawmakers are high-fiving, your savings account continues to lose value because more spending weakens the dollar. Now, end the cycle. Diversify into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. And listen, when you open a gold IRA, for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Let me repeat that. For every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text Bannon. To 989898 to ch- claim eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of pocket. And you still get the free gold bar. Don't let your savings become a victim of the further de- devaluation of the dollar. Remember, the BRICS countries are focused 100% on de dollarization. Text Bannon to nine eight nine eight nine, Receive a free gold information kit and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualified purchase. Do it today. Action, action, action. Here's your host,
5: Stephen K. Band.
0: Okay, all kind of, uh, Schumer just announced they're not even going to move this forward. They're going to wait to see what the house does in the CR. There's a lot of meetings going on right now. Grace Chung and the development team have done an amazing job on Bill Blasser. Gives you tons of operating leverage. Uh, you got to let your voice be heard now. Um, no, no clean CR. Just impossible. Can't think about it. Uh, Speaker Johnson will lose the immoral authority he came in with, the moral clarity he came in with. People, and this is for all the, um, the pencil neck uh, members of the Republican House. You need to go back. Stop being petrified of the mainstream media. Stop being petrified by the uniparty. party. Stop being petrified. Get out of the get out of the fetal position. Kick off the sheets and let's be big boys and girls. OK, let's go forward and make the case. Please explain to me how a CR that has no cuts whatsoever. Clean CR. How are you going to deal with the two trillion dollar deficit? It's going to be every year, every 12 months. It's going to be another two trillion dollars. Don't believe the happy talk. Uh, projections and math they give you. I I did investment banking long enough to know when it is uh, BS. Right. EBITDA is an opinion. Cash is a fact. And what you're dealing with here is these guys used to put these projections out for EBITDA, this cash flow. They had all this kind of funky accounting in it. No, 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 no. Tell me where Mr. Cash is. I want to see Mr. Cash. You have two trillion dollars. Last Thursday was a debacle on the on the government bond auction. Nobody wants to buy these securities anymore. The only way you're gonna buy them is jack the price up. And they jack the price up, the bonds you hold in your portfolio are gonna go back down to fifty cents on the dollar. This is the Damocles sword over the country's head. Everything must be done in in the framework of the in the prism of the and they can't talk about it's thirty three trillion. It's so much more than thirty three trillion. Did this show not tell you months ago that the deficit was six months ago when McCarthy cut the deal that led him and Graves and McHenry to get bounced? That they gave an open they agreed to an open pit mining that there was no bottom to this abyss of what the deal they did. The worst deal ever cut by any Republicans and guys came back. Oh, we got so many wins. I didn't get any wins. Don't sit there and assault our intelligence. You got no wins. It was all losses. How do I know that? I look at the accounts. I look at the math. They had the gun deck. We told you it was a $2 trillion thing. They had to gun deck it for two weeks to come up and, and do all the accounting conventions on the debt and everything like that. They said, oh, no, it's really $1.7 trillion. Oh, yeah, we missed revenues. As we told you, you're going to admit it's going to be four point five instead of 5 It came in at four point four. And then they admitted the Washington Post, Jeff Stein, those guys ran the math and came back and said, yes, War Room's right. It's actually a $2 trillion deficit. They've been playing around here. And now we're the first to tell you, hey, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. It's going to be a trillion dollars a year in interest expense. Bloomberg comes out and supports us the other day. The people in the House have to man up. And that goes from Speaker Johnson all the way down. You've got to man up. The country's on the edge of an abyss, and it, it is you. No, we cannot go back to Nancy Pelosi. Oh, because they're so petrified of being called out. Rachel, uh, you know, uh, Nicole Wallace is going to say bad things about them. Rachel Maddow's going to say bad things about them. Chris Hayes is going to say bad things about them. Screw Chris Hayes and and, and uh, Nicole Wallace and, uh, and, and, and Maddow. They don't matter. Here's what matters. Your constituents, who you're burying. You know, they got the CNN over the weekend. They're, they're shocked. Uh, Biden's losing support. Bidenomics losing support of uh, the working class. Blacks and Hispanics got these banks. Woman sitting there going, "Yeah, I don't support it." She, she's no PhD from Harvard. Uh, she don't have a PhD in economics from Harvard. You know, she's got the lived experience of a working class person in this country. She says it goes, "Yeah, I don't know if I'm. I, I like it that much. I've got three jobs. I've got three jobs." To make sure there's food on the table and I can pay the mortgage and 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 out of control. This is the lived experience of the American people. This is why Trump's coming and back and an MSNBC will play later. They're all melting down. Oh, my gosh, he's got these guys prepared to come in and actually make things happen. You can't have a clean CR. If you have a clean CR, you just come on. Come on, dude. Can't do that. If you got a biblical worldview, then have a biblical worldview. How about this? How about the, uh, go to the last that last book, the Book of Revelations, the Apocalypse, because that's where you're going to take the country. you got a biblical worldview. you got to start at the beginning. Go to the end. Go to the end. Go to the last part because that's where we are. An expanding third world war, now the kinetic part of it. I'm going to get into later what happened in London over the weekend because it's coming to a city near. It's already starting, but it's going to come bigger. Wait for it. Just like I called the thing on the debt in the interest payment. It's coming. You may not want to face it, but you're going to have to face it. Are you going to cower in a corner? You can cower in a corner. Let me go. Let me go. Another beauty. Let's deal with the RNC. I got Rogan and Hanley here to drop some bombs. So let's play a little cold open for Rogan. We'll go right to it.
2: Personal attacks against you aside. If you look at what Republicans have uh, have dealt with over the last few years. Republicans lost the White House in 2020, did not win the Senate back in 2022. The House has a Republican majority, but it's so narrow they can barely we did govern. Not, we
0: lost. Okay, two- I can't I can't take I already. Already. I can't take Dana Bash. Is that surprising to anybody? No, we won in 2020. No help to the RNC and the no, RNC who should have had the lawyers out there to make sure that we closed when we won. nowhere to be found. You know, you had this, we got this effort, and I do disagree with Caroline Renner, we can do two things at the same time. You got a massive effort of Heritage, of, of Russ Vogt's group, of others, that are putting people in policies for the second term. But we don't, we need to close the deal. Trump will deliver the votes. We need to make sure that they're not stolen. And no, I'm not talking about Italian satellites. I'm talking about the good old-fashioned way. Rogan O'Hanley, what is your beef You've been one of the biggest proponents out there, but there needs to be change at the RNC. Tell, me, tell the American people, what is your beef? Why are you picking on Port Ronna McDaniel?
4: Well, let's just start with the fact that Ronna is consoling herself on CNN and MSNBC to get some support, because that's where her true base actually lies. It's in the uniparty, okay? And my beef is that I tweeted late last week President Trump should put pressure on Ronnie McDaniel to resign. It's time. Let's rip the bandaid off, make the smart personnel decision, and fire this lady because, sir, she is working against you or or just completely incompetent. And I posted the clip from War Room last week on X Twitter. Got over a million views, over 10,000 retweets. Everyone supports this except for CNN. And you know what's interesting? I saw Liz Cheney come out with a quote saying that Ronna should stop President Trump from describing Marxist, fascist, and uh, authoritarian uniparty people in D.C. as vermin, right? She doesn't like when President Trump calls her friends rats because that's what they are. And that just shows that Liz Cheney thinks Ronna McDaniel is kind of on her side, okay, she didn't run to Stephen K. Bannon to tell Trump to calm down. She didn't run to Charlie Kirk. She ran to Ron McDaniel and said, Hey, can you put a lid on this guy? He's getting a little too testy. So it's just absurd. I, I call her inverse Bill Belichick, right? Bill Belichick has six, seven Super Bowl rings, and even he's getting calls right now to step down because he's got a bad year. Ron McDaniel is the opposite. She's 0 for 6, the longest serving RNC chair since 1896. And for some reason, this lady still has a job.
0: What is your, uh, Rogan, you're a man of action. We got a couple of minutes here. So what is your recommendation? What's it, what, and what is your call to action for the war room posse? Because I can tell you, uh, people are kind of fed up with it. They, they want action. They, they know we have to win in 2024. There's no going back from this. They're very impressed with all the other works being done around President Trump. They're quite worried about closing the deal. So what is Rogan O'Hanley's? What's D.C. Drano's action plan?
4: Keep on this publicly, right? Ronna thinks she's going to be able to endure this beatdown after she lost horrifically in this recent election. There's an RNC meeting in January or February, right around there. Okay. And there's going to be RNC committee men elections next year. A, we have to elect people that are going to change up leadership. B, keep the pressure on. I can tell Rana is getting flustered with this, okay? She's nervous. She knows, and and she said recently, well, if President Trump is convicted, the RNC would still support him, right? Now, we understand it's a clown trial conviction regardless, but it felt like she was saying that to try and shore up support with President Trump. I think she's actually worried that if he actually flips on her, She'll be out at the next RNC meeting midterm. I want to keep this pressure up. The American people, the voters, we are absolutely fed up with this incompetent loser. And we just have too much on the line. Yes, President Trump is going to bring record numbers of people to the polls, but let's all be rowing in the same direction. Let's give him a Congress and a Senate that actually will yeah. pass his bills and not Paul Ryan. Us. So, sir, we are asking very sincerely... Help get rid of Ronna McDaniel at the RNC.
0: Let's have respect for the Hispanic woman who's on CNN that says she's not going to vote for Biden because she's working three jobs and losing and and, and, and and falling behind every day. Let's have respect for her by making sure when she comes out to vote that it actually counts and we're going to win. We're not going to be games played. That's what needs to happen. And I don't think you can do it with the lead, and not just R- R- Ronna, the entire leadership of the RNC, as a matter of honor, they should step down and resign. But if they don't step down, then you gotta take additional action. And I want everybody in this war room to get focused on it. Rogan, one way they can do it is by following you on social media, because sir, you are on fire.
4: Where do they go? At DC Drano, on all the platforms, and uh, keep, your voices matter, people. Keep posting, keep commenting. We are struggling out there with this economy we are struggling with our faith in a party that does not represent us, and we have to change the leadership at the top. If Matt Gaetz can do it to Kevin McCarthy, we can do it to Ron and McDaniel.
0: Amen. D.C. Drainer, Rogan and Hanley, thank you very much for coming
4: on. Appreciate it. Thank you, Steve.
0: Warpath.coffee slash war room. Get jacked up with the best dark roast ever made, Warpath Coffee. Back in a moment. Are you prepared for the unthinkable ahead? We all need to pray for the best, but prepare for the worst. That means stockpiling emergency food before it's too late. Right now, go purchase a three-month emergency food kit from MyPatriotSupply.com. This is the nation's leader in self-reliance. Order your today by going to MyPatriotSupply.com. Every family member needs their own kit when disaster strikes. These three-month kits from MyPatriotSupply.com give you an abundance of delicious meals, providing over 2,000 calories a day. You'll have plenty to eat when everyone else is scavenging empty store shelves. Stock up now, because you won't get a warning when disaster hits. Order by 3 o'clock today, And your order ships the same day for free. The unthinkable can happen at a moment's notice. So don't wait for a crisis to hit. Prepare today and become self-reliant no matter what the future holds. And remember to pray. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, MyPatriotSupply.com. Use your agency. Action, action, action.
5: Here's your host, Stephen K. Mann.
0: Okay, War Room Posse at the Ramparts, using Bill Blaster from Grace Chung and the development team. I think I have very good news because of your efforts over the weekend and this morning. John Bresnahan, over he's one of uh, Jake Sherman's guys over Bowl, and I, we think they do a pretty good job because they're all over Capitol Hill. Of course, obviously, they're lefties. Tweet, House Republicans have told Democrats, this is just breaking across the wire, folks. House Democrats, House Republicans have told Democrats they can't pass the rule for the Johnson two step C R. We've heard. Now I'm sure the behind closed doors hammering out right now because that's obviously a huge that's not a good one for the speaker, but hey baby. You gotta you know, we're with you, we got your back, the biblical worldview. Please read Apocalypse. Please read Apocalypse, uh Speaker Johnson. You're a good man, you're a Christian man. You've never made a nickel in your life because you've, you could have been a multi-millionaire working for a white shoe law firm. You have not done that by choice to defend, really, the defenseless. You've always taken the fight for the little guy. Understand you're fighting for the little guy when you fight for these bills. Clean CR, this is like a bombshell. The, um, this is actually a bombshell. House Republicans have told Democrats they can't pass the rule for the Johnson two-step CR. We've heard that means it doesn't even come to the floor right now. We knew we had uh, Norman and Chip Roy and others have already told us that they weren't going to vote for the rule. This is a big one. Not to get too technical about it, but this is a outright brawl right now, and your voice is being heard. Remember, we support Speaker Johnson. We're trying to give some guidance in the in the in the in the um, spirit of comradeship. You got to take a hard line on these. Jake Sherman and, and, and now Chad Pegram, who I think Chad does a Pergram does a very good job over Fox. They're reporting this also. Chip Roy, that's what he's had it, I think as a mistake, Power Schumer, Roy Interim spending. Okay. Anyway, a lot going on. Uh behind closed doors, House Freedom Caucus is gonna meet tonight. What does it mean? It means strap in folks. This is gonna be a tough week. We may have we may have got a little victory tonight. Uh, but we have to see more details. I don't know if that's 100% accurate, but the guys there are pretty good. Um, we got so much going on that we want to get to. I don't know if we're going to get to all of it, but we're going to try. Uh, Tiffany Justice. I don't. Was it NPR or even Politico somewhere? They're saying you're, you're a loser, that all you're, you're trying to bring up right-wing fanatics to take over these school boards and bully people. You're a bully. All, all the people in Monster Liberty are bullies. But the Randy Weingarten came in and, and basically thwarted you guys. You won a handful of seats. But basically, the, the, the unions are big winners. They're pouring tons of money in here. And it's just uh, they, they won't have to deal with you much longer. Your response, ma'am?
7: Well, uh, Randy and the teachers unions have been winning school board elect- elections all over the country. They've been largely uncontested for years years, especially in these off-year cycles, right, or off-cycle years, excuse me. So you have an election in November in a lot of places, Virginia maybe not, but in a lot of places there weren't a lot of big-ticket races on these ballots. But the teachers' unions have traditionally always gotten their voters out. And so uh, we won, as I told you, 50 seats on November 7th. We added that to 40 other seats in 2023 that we had won from the spring. And that brings us up to 90 seats uh, won by Moms for Liberty candidates in 2023, that's right um and then uh add that to the 275 from last year so um the biggest thing that I think is the most exciting about all of this is that 83% of the candidates that our moms and dads and, and chapters endorse were first-time candidates. So that means that you have a, a whole new group of people getting involved and running for office. And Steve, that's so incredibly important. You know, We, we don't just endorse in races where we think we're going to win so we can show this great win rate. We are starting conversations. Um, one of our values at Moms for Liberty is building relationships. And so we are helping people to run for office in these local areas, and people are hearing arguments or disagreements or conversations about what the best path forward is for American public schools. And, you know, even if we didn't win that seat, uh, we are winning because we're endorsing candidates and starting conversations in these areas where we know other people share our concerns. Seventy percent of Americans uh, generally share our concerns. It's just really getting people out to vote. And then what I'd love to talk to you about is how we help people to run successful campaigns across America.
1: How do
0: we do that? How do we get people engaged? Look, the whole redirection of this country is coming from the precinct strategy. That's what just got you this at least temporary win that they can't get the rule out on the clean CR, the two-step CR. And I I do support the two-step CR if it's tied to massive cuts and no additional Ukraine spending and tying the Israel spending to the IRS. If it's got a bunch of conditions, it could be a quite innovative way to do it. The way they're proposing it, they've taken an innovative idea and just kind of, you know, belly flopped. So we're always looking for innovative, but that came from the precinct strategy because now you're fully engaged. And now that you've got the app, you guys, you're, you've got force multipliers. They know that the pressure campaigns work. How do we do the same in the school boards? And the school boards, I want to tell you, the school boards are tough and personal, kind of mean and nasty. These fights are not, are not for the faint of heart. If you're going to save the nuclear family, if you're going to save these kids, don't think it's going to be a lot of glory. It's going to be a lot of personal growth for you and looking in the mirror and said, Hey, I stood my ground. I did something. I saved these kids. I saved the family. I saved the community, but it's nasty. It's smash mouth. So how are we going to get more people sign up for that? Given that that's a great sales pitch, Bannon, how are we going to get, how are we going to get more people signed up?
7: Your school board elections are incredibly important because school board members are making decisions that are affecting your community in huge ways. Oftentimes, a school board is the largest employer in any given area. Um, The budget is normally larger oftentimes than a county commission's might be. And so there's an enormous amount of money and people, and and it really does direct a lot of what's happening in your community. So we put out a candidate toolkit. Um, And if you go to our website under resources and candidates, you'll see it there. And it's a a candidate handbook that covers... um, how to to build a campaign team, knowing your your numbers, getting out the vote, fundraising, voter contact, messaging. Um, Then there's a workbook that really helps you to set fundraising goals, canvassing goals, and vote goals, Um, and and crafting budgets, platforms, and talking points, Um, as well as an ability to track volunteers and timelines. And then the last is a collateral collection that'll help you to be able to have um, good quality materials that are cohesive that you can share with others. And so one of the things that we've recognized is that um, many people don't know how to run for local office. It's very intimidating. So again, 83% of our candidates in 2023 had never run for office before. 76% of our candidates that we endorsed in 2022 had never run before. So we need to help these people to make smart campaign decisions. The other thing that I'll say that we really have to reckon with is money. Um, The left puts a ton of money into these races. Teachers, unions, um, all of the the school board candidates, uh, uh, Democrat school board candidates in Pennsylvania had their own packs. So um, there's an enormous amount of money that's going into these races, and, and traditionally conservatives have just not invested in these races. But it's important to get these ra- races on cycle. And then you need to understand, If you have a mom and a dad who know who they're voting for for school board, they are clued in on these issues. That is the hook that gets them involved and concerned and knowing that they can make change happen. And then that goes all the way up ballot. Um, You absolutely have to know. They're going to know who to vote for for House and for Senate and in Congress um, and for President of the United States. We're asking these hard questions about where do these candidates stand on these issues. So as far as we're concerned, it's a win for us. Forty percent of the seats won in 2020. 23 were Moms for Liberty candidates. Um, that's super exciting for us. And you know, the teachers unions, they they knew they were going to do fairly well in this past election cycle. They did. It's not a surprise to us. And and we're just getting started. So Randy can uh, hold my beer.
0: Hold your beer. Okay, where do they go? Give me give me a uh, give me a social media and a website.
7: Yeah, go to momsforliberty.org and join us. You can donate there. Um, You guys, Steve, again, you have the best members. They send the most encouraging comments to us, which is absolutely amazing. I really appreciate that because you're right. You know, everybody wants to build you up and then tear you down. And this has been not an easy week for us. We'd like to win every race. But again, go to momsforliberty.org. We've got a ton of resources there, including that candidate handbook. And um, thank you for giving us this opportunity to share this information with your viewers.
0: Always. We love Moms for Delivery. We always have your back. Tiffany uh, Justice, thank you so much. Chip uh, Chad you. Pergram over at Fox is reporting Chip Roy on Johnson's interim spending plan. I think it's a very big mistake to walk into this saying we're going to create something that's going to go past with significant Democratic support and, frankly, a whole lot of opposition within our own conference. That's the Chip Roy. We're going to play. Let's go ahead and play uh, Nicole Wallace, Jonathan Carl. We'll take us to break. I'll be back. coming afterwards.
2: Lack of a rebuke from Ronald McDaniel is no shock, but there is this ongoing rolling narrative of things. Axios, for example, reporting today Trump's allies are pre screening thousands of potential foot soldiers as part of an operation to expand his power at every level of the government. If he wins in 2024, is there a cumulative effect that the Biden camp can use or? Is this just more reason for his supporters to love Donald Trump?
3: Yeah, well, first on the, on the vermin thing, I mean, what Ronna McDaniel said is not true. She was making fun of Vivek's poll numbers like two minutes earlier. So I think that what she meant to say is I can't criticize what Donald Trump says because he's my boss. Um, so that's that's what Um But I don't I kind of agree with Sam. It, people know what they're getting from Donald Trump yeah. with these kind of remarks. I think that, that they should be covered. There should be outrage over them. I, you know, I and mean, we had this pretend the Republicans pretended like they were all offended about the deplorables comment Hillary Clinton made. Obviously, we can see now that was crocodile tears. And, and so they, they should be treated the same. I think that that axios report you're discussing though is more important both electorally and substantively though than Trump's gaffes and and that's is, some of this is new information for voters right like Trump being a clown who says crazy things is not new information Trump planning you know to uh, target political foes uh, deportation camps I, you know some of the stuff people I, I might think about but to have it be explicit in writing he's, he's planning camps for, for immigrants I, I think Yeah, that, that is, reporting
2: from the New York Times was very detailed and eye-opening.
3: Yes, and so I think though that information is new information for voters that might uh, affect his political standing. And obviously, substantively, it's, it's deeply alarming and I think pretty important.
2: I couldn't believe the insinuation was lost on Trump. And I'm thinking, you told me while recounting his interaction with Trump, you know who she's talking about, right? Take, take me behind that.
1: Take me. Uh, I mean, this. This is first of all, this is a very prominent member of Congress who was very close to Donald Trump, uh, who, who was absolutely blown away by this, because the, clearly, if you know, who knows what Merkel actually told Donald Trump, but he's recounting the story, right. the Chancellor of Germany telling him, only one person could get crowds like yours in all of history. It's obvious what she is trying to talk to him because Trump's bragging about his crowds. saying I mean. So, I don't know, this, again, this ally felt that Trump enjoyed the idea of being compared to Adolf Hitler, at least the aspect of Adolf Hitler attracting all those huge crowds. crowds.
2: Huge crowds. Um, what is the um, level of unrest inside Trump world with what you've reported?
1: I have to tell you, first of all, Trump world is really small right now in terms of the, the, the people that are around him. I mean, you know, there is no real... Boris
2: and the lawyers? You know,
1: there is no, like, campaign headquarters. Right. I mean, he had a very skeletal staff in 2016. I wrote about it in my first book, you know, a fraction of what Hillary Clinton had. He had this little... But he, there was a campaign headquarters. There were there were people that were working there. You, you've been, you been to Mar-a-Lago, but I mean... They, no. Okay, so <laughs> you haven't been invited lately? Um <laughs> Um, but you know, th- 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 there is no there is no like office space. Trump yeah. has an office. There's a little I mean, th- there is no like central campaign headquarters for Trump. There is, you know, Boris is with him. He's got a couple of political operatives. Susie Wiles, yeah. uh, Chris LaCivita kind of come in and out. Um, he's got a, he's got, you know, Walt Nata is still is still around. But there isn't really co-defendant. So, uh, look, I, I don't think. I came out, there was the first excerpt to this book, talked about how he was borrowing, Steve Bannon was describing the theme of the campaign as come retribution using a Confederate code word. Right. Uh, there was a, a plot to assassinate Abraham Lincoln. They didn't even like bat an eye about this. And then the- The, the Trump the, Davidians. The Trump Davidians. And by the way, I understand that Steve Bannon's war room is, 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 is making merchandise now with the phrase Trump Davidians. They're embracing. Field of
0: Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day. I wouldn't want to live without it. This is nutrition the way nature intended. I get way more energy. My skin looks better. It helps with my digestion. I just feel better and healthier overall. That's how I knew Field of Greens was working for me. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. And with flu season here... I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy, not some vaccine. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money-back guarantee. I got you 15% off your first order and free rush shipping. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldagreens.com fieldofgreens.com. fieldofgreens.com Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Do
1: it today. Being the theme of the campaign is come retribution. Using a Confederate code word, right. uh, there was a, a plot to assassinate Abraham Lincoln. They didn't even, like, bat an eye about this. And then the, 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 Trump, the, Davidians. the Trump Davidians, and by the way, I understand that Steve Bannon's war room is, 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 is making merchandise now with the phrase Trump Davidians. They're embracing this idea. Uh, they're embracing the idea that they are out to get retribution against the deep state, against uh, the communists, the radicals, the rhinos, and the vermin. I mean, they're embracing this idea. I, the, the amount of pushback is remarkably little.
0: Um, by the way, uh, in that pushback, or this is the mandate. This is what. Um, Paul Dance was talking about today. We're going to figure out how to get this free into every boardroom posse's hand. It's 900 pages. It's the blueprint mandate for leadership of President Trump's second term, his third victory, his second term. And you see how they melt down. Isn't that great? Grace is is working on it. We don't give the top secrets of the merchandising site, but hey, you may see Trump Davidians in the future, trademarked. Um, Make sure you go to birchgold.com. you got the big meeting with Xi. This is Biden's going out as a supplicant, a supplicant to kowtow to Xi in the Bay Area on Wednesday. The new federal state of China, other uh, organizations we're affiliated with will be there en masse. There'll be a lot of protests. We're going to have interviews with all the Lao Beijing. that are heading out uh, to confront Xi for the dictator he is. And, of course, Biden for selling us out to the Chinese Communist Party, a lot going on there. Um, make sure, but make sure you go to birchgold.com. You got to understand the dollar in this concept of being the prime reserve currency. Why is that so important? Particularly in this massive debate, um, fiasco debacle about how to fund this overspending. Simple. We got to either raise revenues or cut expenses. You raise revenues by two things. At the current growth levels you have, you raise the tax, you got to raise the tax structure. So at these growth rates, you get more revenue. So let's say that's probably not going to happen. The other is you've got to raise, at this structure, you've got to raise growth. That's not going to happen. It can't happen because now you've got too big a deficit. It's a crowding out effect of uh, of capital. And what the House is not prepared to deal with is this is every 12 months, another $2 trillion, another $2 trillion, another $2 trillion. Plus, you're never paying off a penny of principal. We never pay off a penny principal. Every dollar that goes to debt every day will never pay the principal off. We're going to barely be able to keep up uh, paying for the interest expense. The poor woman in uh, the works are tail off. The American citizen's got three jobs. Hey, you may have to add a fourth job or put the kids to work. Who knows? Birchgold.com. Slash worm. Also, make sure you get our coffee. War room, uh, warpath.coffee. Go to the war room. Uh, promo code worm you get 15 uh, percent off make sure you do that check it out okay um crom Carmichael. we the the posse's been to the ramparts and i've been to the ramparts with bill blast of the free app they've already got a win the rules not even coming out of rules right now they're upon they're up they're having a conversation saying hey what do i have to change here's how you have to change seal the border and have massive spending cuts. How about that? Do that. Maybe we'll talk about CR. Otherwise, not interested. Let Biden shut down the government. We could care less. But it's, it has to have massive cuts. Massive cuts. Or don't do it. Let 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 the Senate do their work. Call McConnell's bluff. Crom Carmichael, the lion hearts at the ramparts. How do they keep those lion hearts healthy? Because we need everybody up there manning their post, sir.
5: Steve, listening to you is informative, but it also gets people's blood pressure rising. Because sometimes the truth hurts, and, uh, but the truth hopefully will also set you free. You know, Steve, last week I took a week off. I'm, I'm 75 years old. I took a week off last week, and my wife went out, and we, uh, we played a lot of golf, and we walked. Essentially, we walked five rounds of golf on a very hilly golf course. And at 75 years old, when I finished the 18th hole, I felt just about as good as I did when I started the first hole. And I have a really good cardiovascular system, and I think one of the reasons is that I take this product and have been taking it for over 20 years, and we make it, we make this product. We've been making the active ingredient in soul tea, and that active ingredient is a molecule in fresh green tea called theoflavin. And anybody who wants to go to DuckDuckGo and search on the health benefits of theoflavin, you'll see all kinds of health benefits but one of them is it can help you manage your cholesterol. In my case, I started taking uh, taking our product over 20 years ago. My bad cholesterol was 130. It dropped in 90 days down to 89. It's been under 90 ever since. I take no pharmaceuticals at all. And so, and I and I do believe that Soul Tea has helped me. And I encourage the posse to start taking Soul Tea. It's, it's, uh, this bottle has uh, 60 capsules. So you take two capsules a day, and uh, and we have a, a great program uh, for, for War Room, uh, the War Room Posse. You go to warroomhealth.com, that's warroomhealth.com, and that'll take you to the Soul Tea site, and then you use the code WARROOM at checkout. That's WARROOM at checkout, and what you'll get is 50% off on your first shipment, and so you're essentially getting – Ah, uh, three bottles for the price of one. Uh, and then after that, you'll you'll continue to get three bottles for the price of two, and we always pay the freight. So you get a ninety day supply every ninety days. and uh, and I really encourage the posse to uh, take it. It'll help their cardiovascular system. It'll help your uh, your overall health, and it'll certainly help you manage your cholesterol. So if you have uh, and but go to you can you can look at our science on our website, or you can go to DuckDuckGo and and search on Theaflavin, T-H-E-A-F-L-A-V-I-N, and you'll see wonderful heart benefits in our active ingredient, which we take from a 1% concentration. We have an extraction process and takes it up to a 22% concentration level. So it's the equivalent from a cardiovascular standpoint of 30 cups of fresh green tea a day. And uh wow. so uh Steve thanks so much for letting me talk about Soul Tea and thank, thank you. you and all of your folks for the great work that you do.
0: I'm I'm glad you got back. I got to call you later to talk about your golf rounds. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible that Crom took a week off. This is the hardest working guy in showbiz. Uh Crom well, th- thank-, thank you, you so much. much. Appreciate it. Okay, thank uh, you. next hour we're going to be lit. We're going to go to these uh riots, protests in London are coming to, they're already in New York City but they're going to come to a city near you this is one of the things that the guys in the house are, are worried about the media saying bad things about them on a the CR, what do you think is going to happen when we have to have these massive cuts, make sure you go to hometitlelock.com right now check it out, don't let a bad guy get your uh, get your title, take out a second, hometitlelock.com uh, a couple of minutes we're going to be back with the second hour of the war room Plug in hard
2: see that.
0: Debt. You go to bed thinking about it. You wake up thinking about it. Now, here's the truth. The system traps you in debt. High interest credit cards and loans make it nearly impossible to pay off your debt. And insane inflation keeps you stuck paycheck to paycheck. Done with debt is your lifeline. Done With Debt has an ingenious new strategy to help erase your debt faster and easier than you thought possible. Done With Debt analyzes all the debt options you qualify for. They know how to reduce bills. They know how to cut interest rates. Their skilled staff of negotiators know how to get debt out of your life permanently, without bankruptcy, and without additional loans. Done With Debt are the experts in brilliant strategies for eliminating debt, but you need to hurry because some debt solutions are time sensitive. Now, here's how easy they make it. Go to donewithdebt.com. That's done to debt w- done debt.com. Donewithdebt.com. Go there today. Action, action, action. Stop the worrying. Take action. For war room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China